Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. What's happening? Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? We got the full gang back together. How was everybody's Thanksgiving? Great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Great turkey day. A lot of food, a lot of desserts, gained a lot of weight. It's fucking awesome. That's what I like to hear. A lot of food, got home in time to to put uh, the baby down and, and settle in for the Patriots game. Patriots game was awesome for three quarters. And then, uh, well, let's get into it. Yeah, yep. and then they fell flat on their face. I had uh, the yeah. same experience. I had the the good fortune of being able to attend the game uh, at the stadium. Great stadium. Fantastic uh, atmosphere there. Real, I don't know what came through on TV, but those those fans were loud. They were riled up. They were real happy to be on national television. Yeah, behind their nine and two, nine and now they're nine and two. They were chanting nine and, and two, two after the game. Eight and two. And, yeah, uh, I mean, they, you could tell there was a lot of energy. At the first you could. Show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we definitely felt that, and I, I think the Patriots may have felt that a little bit in the fourth quarter, especially in some of those critical downs. For me, this this game was a story of the Patriots. Really, I felt like we controlled the game for the most part, even into the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Although the time possession definitely swung big in Minnesota's favor, they had the ball for thirty six minutes in this game, sixty mm-hmm. percent uh, of the game. But you know, just a bunch of critical plays. I mean, we can talk about all of them, any of them, but there was just a handful and they all happened in the second half. These critical plays that all went the Vikings direction. Some of them by the referees, a lot of them just, just mistakes from the path. Some of them things that just happened. So, I mean, where do you guys want to start? The, the ones that I got are Hunter Henry uh, reversal on the touchdown catch. I got Hunter Henry falling oh. down on a third and one pass play down the field in the fourth quarter that he, he was open kick return touchdown right after we score a field goal. Um, Running into the punter was brutal. There's <laughs> so many to get to. There's a, there's a big one you forgot there was uh, Kendrick Bourne at the end of the first half when we were driving in the end zone, back shoulder fade with number 20 all, all over him, Duke or something like that. His last name was number 20. Both hands on him while the ball's in the air. Uh, wasn't called. Uh, we had to settle for three there. That was a minus four for me. Um, the Hunter Henry one, I thought was a, a touchdown or if not the ball at the one and maybe that I mean, changes yeah. what you do there another Terrible. minus four i think that's that's eight right there the hunter henry um being falling down you say I, I i thought he got tackled i thought it was a pass interference there um so just a handful of plays that 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 really swung the game the other big one was when the uh the vikings were driving and no the vikings went three and out and we went yeah, they we went stopped. to punt the ball we, we stopped them it was, I think it was 26-26. They go to punt the ball, and Pierre mm-hmm. Strong goes to you know, block the kick. The punter, of course, intentionally leaves his leg up there. That's what I they know. do. I mean, it's... Hits him in the head, 15-yard penalty, and they end up getting a touchdown off of that. That was a big one. How was that a 15-yarder on that? It was a five. It was only fourth and three. Five. It was, fourth it was a five and, and, a, and a first down. Yeah, and that right, guy was right. celebrating like... Like he just won him the presidential medal of freedom. Like I don't. Yeah, he was that guy was acting like like Tom Cruise on the couch at Oprah. That's an old yeah. reference. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, from my standpoint, I, I agree with you on all those points. Um, you know, I thought 
everything looked pretty good. Oh, wow, our offense. I think our defense kind of took a step back in this game, uh, letting up 33. I know Minnesota has a high-flying offense, but I thought, you know, you did it. You know, right after that play, uh, you know, you just stopped them. You get the fourth down, you know, the, the kicking penalty on Strong. And, you know, they get five yards, and I get it. Your defense is tired, but, like, they go right down four – what was it, four plays later, score a touchdown. You let off the brakes there. Um, certainly some other things through defense. And, yeah, the calls – I mean, I got a long list of things that I, I was surprised they got away with. And on the – off, you know, I think their offensive line – that was a whole mess. We could, we should have won this game, and it's screwing us that we didn't win. Is what it all comes down to. Now we're instead of you know seven and four, you're six and five. You lost the playoff spot. You had it. You lost it. You could get get it back, but it's like you needed this game, and we kind of blew it. And there was a few things that we definitely should have done differently, and we could have won if we. Yeah, that's you know? that's the taste in my mouth too. It's just it's ah, like, we just let it get away, and it all started that like. The third quarter, we we receive the kickoff. We we take it all the way down for a touchdown to start off the second half. Now we, we're sitting yep. there with a seven point lead. We kick it back off to them, give up a touchdown on from where I was sitting, way up in the nosebleeds. It looked like there was a, again a missed penalty call on that kick, kick return. That goes in, ties it up. No worries. We got the ball back. We drive down. We get a field goal out of that. That winds up being. The last points that we scored, that's the Hunter Henry drive. And then it was as soon as that call went against us, it was like we fell apart. We Right after that, you have the, the running into the punter. That, or actually, right after that, they have a long drive that goes for a field goal. Then we go three and out. It's like our offense just fell apart after that yeah. Hunter Henry call. Three and out, three and out. Then we drive it finally at the end of the fourth quarter. And then Mac, Mac Jones just takes takes a sack on third and seven. And we end up going yeah. for it on fourth and 16. Yeah. Miserable. Big Big whiff from Trent Brown there uh, on that on that sack that really cost us. He took some sacks at, at bad bad times, and I thought overall the the all in the fourth quarter, off, right? The offensive line was much better than what we've been seeing. So I, I hate to do the consolation prize thing, but when we've been seeing like forty five percent pressure percentages to go down to twenty five point six in this game, and to to put up as many yards as we did, I thought there was a lot of good things they could take from this game, especially against a team that's eight and two now, nine and nine and two. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how, how many yards did, did Mac have again? It was like 382 or something like that. I think it's yeah, a career high. 82. Yep. 9.8 per average. And I'm celebrating only three sacks, which is kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you look at his stat line, the three stat sacks shouldn't have been, you wouldn't think of that big of an issue, but you're right. Right. They all came in the fourth quarter. Um, inopportune times two of them i think are in the red zone you know for me i was happy to see that game out of mac i think he needed a game where he could get a little confidence unfortunately keep up with that confidence but he at least looked like an nfl quarterback i will say for the first time i would say he did he definitely looked like an nfl quarterback um which we really haven't seen all season and you you kind of wonder is it the player is it the coaching he looked decisive he looked uh ready to go for three quarters you know uh good throws finding the open guy, you know, but I'm going to come back to coaching. I, I think the coaching, and if you want, we can go really shit on some of these um, penalty no calls thanks. because the penalty calls, no oh my God, you knew me, me and Ryan were texting like a million texts. How yeah. pissed we were after. Yeah. Playing. I shut my phone off. You guys were blowing me it's, up. <laughs> it was terrible. And you know, the Hunter Henry one is terrible. And just, you know, I think it was, all I'll say is it was the barrage of it. You know, it was like it kept coming and you never got the makeup call. 
through any of it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. where's the makeup call? Where you got to give them a yeah. something. But anyways, I, I I hated the the commentary on it too. Like Tony Dungy saying that uh, Duke Shelley didn't didn't. That was great coverage. Well, even Kendrick then, Bourne. dude, at the end of the game, they were you, know, you didn't hear this, Granny, on the broadcast. Like they had started pointing out some of those plays, and they're like, you know, it's to the point you've seen it before. Where they're kind of just speechless up there. They're like, oh, I mean, I guess, you know, what are you, what are you going right. to do sometimes? Like on the Mac Jones face mask, it's like, okay, that's usually called. People say, okay, they miss it, but generally not. Someone usually sees something like that, especially when a quarterback says anything. A face mask, you Definitely. know, it's one thing after, you know, unsportsmanlike, but a face mask is pretty clear. There's a clear jerk of the head, whatever. Should have mm-hmm. been 15 yards. I mean, the coaching, they're secondary was in shambles over there in minnesota right fourth quarter we should have shredded them they were on their fifth or sixth cornerback like they literally couldn't suit cornerbacks up and what do you hear you you know usually in that situation you hear oh my god look we're attacking this guy over and over again and i know it's a zone defense a lot of the time but still like quick plays at that guy go at him yeah didn't do it didn't do anything of the sort um you know, your offensive line kind of falling apart in the end there. You know, Matt Patricia, you got to figure that protection out. Make things, you know, quick plays is what it's got to be. None of these long developing plays. And then on defense, their offensive line is terrible, right? Right now. They're yeah, like, we couldn't get it right super now, yeah. injured, terrible. Yeah. I don't know how they weren't holding. I, that was one of my gripes. There's probably some holds they got away with there for them to be that bad in such a seamless game. Like that never fucking happens with backups. Yeah, they got but they played they played well for a team that no was, rush you know yeah we we no couldn't rush. get any kind of rush it really looked like their game plan was to take Mac Matt Judon away which is smart everything else they were just yeah it was it was really smart it was like it was like they keyed on one guy defensively like we usually normally you know like something like we would do um but offensively i was i was actually pretty pleased other than the fourth quarter where i think just it was inopportune like kind of bad timing on some of these things that that fell apart i was i was really happy with the continuity on the offensive line i think all offensive linemen had a hundred percent of the snaps mm-hmm. all five of them so it was uh trent brown played a hundred percent cole strange uh kirk ferentz uh all right. on Winu, andrews and hopefully james, back. james ferentz yeah Jay, kirk i don't is that a coach? Kirk's, kirk's the coach is, at iowa is he yeah. coach yeah all right yeah too many ferentz's um but yeah, to have that, that continuity there where everybody played the whole game, no one got benched and, and like yeah. kind of scapegoated because your scheme yeah. sucks, you know, like, yeah, well, they didn't have anybody to turn to. They don't, they don't really have yeah. any backups that are, that are worthy of being on the fields. I get what you guys are saying. Uh, offensively, I was definitely pleased with it. One, one thing that I noticed a lot, it was, and I don't know if the announcers were talking about this, Jacoby Myers got hurt mm-hmm. and then he basically gets pulled First out play. of the game. But then every time there was this critical third down, all of a sudden you see 16 walking on the field. You're like, they just rely on him. He is the go-to guy. When, when they needed to have it, he went out there. And he still delivered. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So I mean, three a- catches, 62 yards. What happens to Devontae like Parker? Snaps. I think Devontae Parker had a great game, and you see him getting alive there. And then nothing in the fourth quarter. No looks. Yeah, he had a forty-yard catch too. He had he had some good plays, especially on the sideline. I you think know, the it's game, like what game, had... what is going on with that? Hunter Henry gets three receptions. I mean, he was finally playing really well. Where was he in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter? Where are these design plays to these guys in the fourth quarter? You can't just hope that Myers is open and throw to him every freaking time. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, had some... we, we 
We mentioned the the Hunter Henry slip on uh, right. on third and one. Also, right. Nelson Aguilar. Was it a Aguilar. slip? Was it a slip? A slip? The, from I never saw a replay. That's one thing about being in the stadium is when there is a questionable no call or something on the home yeah, team. I mean, they there don't was show any replays, there so were... I never saw any of that. I saw Hunter Henry hit the goal line about six thousand times you know, on the jumbotron. I'll so, say about but that. I didn't call, see him him get tripped once. I'll say about that that he you know is it was it egregious? No, maybe he slipped, but there was definitely contact. Enough contact that, hey, that would have been a makeup call that you've been like, all right, here you go. You finally got something called in your favor that's like somewhat compared to the calls they've been getting. Yeah. Well, the downside to that was Myers ran a slant and he ran he ran an in like a 15, 16 yard in. Um, and they were both in the area with like three yards between them. Right. Which and happens. The Vikings all player way. was on top of him. So they thought the play was designed for Myers who just like reached up, couldn't make the play. And they kind of disregarded the Hunter Henry thing because he was, he, he got fucking tackled, man. I'm sorry. Like I, I watched the play. Yeah, I didn't, I, it was definitely could have been called, but uh, I thought that was the less of the evils between the three most egregious ones I saw, which was, you know, definitely the, the Kendrick Bourne one I thought was egregious and the, and the Hunter Henry one in the end zone. Um, he should have had two touchdowns in this game or yeah. at least, have the ball at the one yard line. I thought that was a clear catch. His ball, his hand was underneath the ball. Um, so to say it hit, I don't, I don't understand that call. Maybe you guys can explain it to me. No, nope, no, nope, we definitely can't. The number of people that you see come out go, I don't, I don't know. I think I can't remember which coach it was, but they were like, I don't even know what a catch is anymore. Yeah. And I would be like, when did you have a good grasp on that? Because I feel like this has been a problem for well over a decade. They made it too yeah. confusing because you look at catches like I saw a thing online after the fact where someone put like a bunch, a few catches that had happened, been called catches or touchdown this year in the NFL compared to the, you know, Henry one. And it's like, you know, the ball's flying out. It's, you know, it's ridiculous. And they're like, oh, that's a catch because he made a football move and he went to the ground <laughs> and then the ground caused the fumble. It's like, oh, okay. But so what's different? What's different? And this dude had his, you could argue he had had his hand under it the whole time. It's like you're splitting hairs. Did the ball touch it, the ground or not? Well, what does it matter? He still had it. And after, like, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was a yeah. catch. I, I don't understand how you call that, especially such a it's pivotal, a definitely pivotal play, man. You know, to overturn it on to the field. It. I thought the overturn yeah. on the field was supposed to be like, you got to see something big time there. Yeah. The other, yeah. the other thing that was huge, I think, in this game was Justin Jefferson. I mean, yeah, I mean let's yeah, not disgusting. take anything away from him. Anytime the ball is thrown towards him, he's catching it. And he he caught the ball in some tight coverage a couple times. Um, Jonathan Jones. I feel like our defense didn't respect keep... him enough. No. They were double-teaming him. You could I see mean, it. A lot, but not there were guys every time. Area. Not every time, but a, a lot on the ones that he caught. So like he he had that real deep catch between Johnny Jones and Devin McCourty, yeah, and they, they were inside out covering him. Yeah, it's very. I called it out before the play. I was like, oh, Dev's doubling Justin Jefferson, yeah, so up. Johnny Jones takes outside leverage, lets him get up the field. Devin steps down to take away the inside route, and he just runs by both of them. Yeah, and, and he got it's, absolutely it's smacked. He got smacked on that play too to come up with the ball. I mean, you got to take your hat off sometimes, right? Like yeah, he is a ridiculous up, player, I mean, yeah. ridiculous speed. And he tracks the ball in the air like any like as as good as anybody in the league for sure. And once 139 it touches his gloves, yards, it's nine, going. It's yeah, in his grasp. Nine catches, 139 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, that was very he yeah, was good. definitely but impressive. We, 
The problem is Kirk Cousins shouldn't have had such an easy time throwing the ball so well to him. I feel like I've said this for years about Kirk Cousins, and Dallas showed that exactly that. When you send an extra guy at Kirk Cousins and he doesn't know where it's coming from, he craps his pants and he throws up on himself and the ball goes flying or he just takes a sack. Dallas did do him yeah. last week. You can say it was a different position, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But what's his name over there? Parsons had a, a field day because he was the extra rusher. And it's yeah, like Parsons is a different kind of player, though. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, he's I, a you know, special player. But like we didn't do it. We barely sent pressure at him at all. It's it almost seems like Steve Belichick. He goes into a game with a plan. And if his plan doesn't work, he doesn't really change. He, do, he doesn't seem to make a lot of, you know, those in-game defensive adjustments we used to see a lot. I feel like they're mm-hmm. not happening as frequently. We've been saying it for a couple of years now. And he's not really doing it. Like you saw a tail, you know, the second half, the fourth quarter, when they needed it every time they got it, you know, you can yeah. say that's on their talent or, Hey, maybe your defense isn't playing that well. And you guys aren't getting a lot of pressure against the quarterback yeah. who is terrible against pressure. That's what yeah, I thought so, we were going to see. I thought it was going to go both ways. Actually. I thought the Vikings yeah. were going to get a ton of pressure and I thought the Patriots were going to get a ton and neither team really did until the Vikings did in the fourth quarter which I think comes a lot from they only played 24 minutes of defense, and that helps you out. Um, but, yeah, it definitely didn't go that way. And that I don't know if, if uh, how much of that goes to credit to the Vikings for, for protecting so well and how much goes to the, the lack of game planning, that type of pressure. It was definitely our worst defensive performance since I thought maybe even the Ravens game. Ooh, Bears. Uh, the Bears going back game. to Bears. The Bears game, yeah, but it was like the – the offense was so bad in that Bears game, you know? Yeah. So it was like they were on the field the whole the whole game, you know? Yeah. So I got two other stats to bring up that I think are really make the difference in the game. Vikings got five first downs off of penalties. Patriots got zero. Mm-hmm. You can blame that on refs, but some of that blame definitely goes to the Patriots. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, the other one is the Vikings were three for five in the red zone, scoring touchdowns. Patriots 0 for three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we only blitzed about ten percent of the time. I no, our red zone, huge. our red zone offense is terrible. It continues to be it's terrible. So Matt Patricia, in our, and it's not only our red zone, you know, quarterbacking, play calling, the offensive line play. When we get into the red zone, it seems like things break down for them, and I don't know why. I don't know understand why there would be you you would see a difference in the red zone for the offensive line. You know what I mean? Receivers, the field shrinking. It's not as much space. All right, whatever. The offensive line. Like most of those sacks were committed in the red zone. I, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I feel like this year is basically the Matt Patricia, Joe judge offensive experiment that we were worried about. And at this point in the year, it's like, okay, it's week 11 when we're or week 12, we're finally seeing some flashes of light in the offense. And it's like, what would have happened if you just hired a freaking offensive coordinator that had done this shit before? I mean, yeah. would this offense flashes some stuff if they knew what they were doing in the the red zone? We'd probably be pretty freaking good. Couple Look. counterexamples. Look what's going on in Denver with Nathaniel Hackett, who is a experienced offensive coordinator, play caller, all those things. Didn't he come in for and Aaron Rodgers though? Yeah, he was he was the offensive coordinator when Aaron Rodgers. I mean, with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, and then he goes to Denver and. They have the worst offense in the NFL. Well, Russell Wilson is, looks Horrendous. really. I'm just, I'm just really saying, it's not, right. it's not any offensive coordinator. No, no, of course. I mean, I shouldn't say any offensive a, coordinator, but like you could have brought, could have brought somebody in, and they might have sucked just, just as bad. Possibly, but you know, 
I feel like maybe brought up that tight ends coach from within. I don't know. Matt Patricia just came from a shit situation. <laughs> and it's like you're giving him the whole offensive offensive line, and all of a sudden Kendrick Bourne, who was supposed to be good this year, gets benched and never sees the light of day. Um, your two offensive tackles are absolutely pissed. One of them went from being Isaiah Wynn, a fairly decent player last year. I mean, he wasn't that bad. He was a starting caliber right tackle in the NFL or left tackle to some degree. They taught not top 10 by any means. This year, he is the worst offensive lineman probably starting in the league. At, you know, Well, he's, he's out with injury. He's out with injury right now, but like he has been yeah. benched multiple times you know, quote unquote benched, changed position multiple times. It's like he has completely fallen apart. Mac Jones has regressed after the all summer. We're hearing, wow, Mac put in so much work this offseason. He's looking great. There's no way he would get any worse. He looks a little bit. He's looked more uncomfortable. You know, you can go on and on. I mean, pretty much Stevenson's the only player that improved. And I feel like, and he, he looks great, but I mean, you got a couple blink. linebackers too. Couple, no, but I'm just, I'm sorry, on offense, is, on offense. Yeah, yeah. It's a bummer you were out last week because this, this was not. I feel like the game for those complaints. Like the the offense moved the ball pretty well in this one. It yeah, I know, but when, in those gotta have it situations, you know, it's like in the gotta have it situations. Yeah, I agree, but yeah, I mean, we can harp on on Matt Patricia all the rest of the season. I'm sure we're gonna have some more stinkers. We will. Um, <clears throat> But I thought this this was a really good performance by the offense until the fourth quarter. Really, no, it's in, definitely better. It was definitely better. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about yeah, it. It's it's, I'm, it's I guess so I'm, much better than the three three snooze fest. <laughs> we for sure, the week before, yeah, nine minutes yeah. and forty six seconds. For absolutely, sake, dude. And know, so this is this more of a consolation because I wasn't here for the Jets game. That I mean, these gripes are more of both games yeah. because I think you know it's these have just totality. been lingering three, in your mind. Wait, and, you know, you look at our season right now, it's like we're six and five. If our offense had done anything in a few more games, we could easily be, you know, I feel like there's wins left on the table and a lot of people feel that way. There are definitely. Yeah, I agree. Do, do you yeah. feel like you got it off your chest? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. There are definitely wins uh, that have been left on the table. Just to illustrate that point, Patriots are plus 37 in point differential this year. At six and five, Miami Dolphins division leading Miami Dolphins eight and three at plus twenty six. Right, they're winning close games. Patriots are not, and that's why you wind up with a, a two game differential there in the AFC East standing. So where it stands right now, the Pats are in eighth place in the AFC. They are ahead of the the Chargers, who are also at six and five, ahead of the Chargers by virtue of a better in conference record. We're a game behind the Jets, but we do have that tiebreaker against the Jets. Uh, so still in the mix, still uh, could be in the dance. We'll see. They're they're outperforming my expectations so far, and with that that point differential and the way that they're able to play close games, they're they're going to have a chance. The schedule gets really hard here uh, as as we move into December. A couple other games to highlight. JJ, did you did you watch any other games on Thanksgiving? It's actually good football. Um, I did get to watch. I did watch a little bit. I yeah. watched, you know, Bills and Bills and Lions. It was tight. I watched. It was really game. tight. Yeah, that was yeah. that was crazy at the end there. I was mm-hmm. yelling at Dan Dan Campbell's clock management at the end of the first half and the second half. No just, idea. Can you learn? He had can three timeouts. Learn? Three timeouts. He just gave just gave the they snapped the ball with two oh nine to go like inside the five yard line. I'm like. Run it down to the two-minute warning. It was a running clock. They had yeah. like 15 seconds of the play clock. They snap it. They wind up 
running two plays before the two minute warning. He's what are you doing? Complete idiot. What are you doing? Literally. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, you know, the Lions are just being like, hey, you know what though? That's a lot better from the Lions than what we've seen in the last few weeks. Like they're they were actually on a three game win streak, I think, coming into this game. Is that is that right? Yeah, they're I mean they're four they're, and seven now. That's shocking. Wow. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah. Bills end up getting getting the win. No, I, I don't know. From a game. Patriots perspective, I, I can't decide if it's better or not if the will if the Bills are winning. Because if they win a bunch and like run away with the division, then the last game of the season it won't mean anything to them when they're playing the Patriots. I don't know about mm-hmm. that. But then at the same time, I don't want them to win. So I feel whatever. like they're going to want to beat us in that game, regardless of their position in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, I we, we have our work cut out for us, though, because the Bills, as much as they're struggling, they are different the last three weeks. They almost lost to the – they didn't almost lose to the Browns, but that was a close game. They lost to the Jets. I mean, they didn't really have a great game against the Lions. They look a little bit different the last few weeks. A little bit Josh sluggish Allen's comparatively. Come up. Right, and their defense has not been that good. Uh, you look at Tredavious White and Kyrie Elam, Elam being out for the last few weeks, and they they you can pass on that on that team. The other thing is, uh, I think Josh Allen's left tackle is out. Was it Dawkins? Daryl Dawkins? Deion Dawkins. Deion Dawkins? Is that a basketball yeah. player? Daryl Dawkins? Okay. Daryl Dawkins, yeah. That was a basketball player. Yeah. And Von Miller also went down in this game and has already been ruled out. Yeah, I heard that. For next week, so... Yeah, they're missing a couple a couple strong guys at the edge. Let's just talk of uh, about a few more games, Week 12, and then we can move ahead to the Pats-Bills coming up here on Thursday night. Back-to-back Thursday nights for both of these teams. Crazy. Would have been nice to that, get a couple extra days. Unusual. Yeah, but, that they would like, plan it like. We have Thursday, Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Is that right? Or Monday, Sunday? It might be Monday, Sunday. That's horrific. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, my routine Monday, is so Sunday. messed up from this, you know? My routine. It's all about you. It's all about me, dude. <laughs> uh, knows that. So the, in the weekend, I thought the weekend games were going to be terrible. Ryan and I were going off about this last week. How bad they were. Turned out to be some pretty good football. Well, uh, so I mean, at least tight games. Maybe some of the Browns games were beat the fucking Bucks. That was a that shocker was for me. I was watching mostly. Yeah, the Bucks just never took hold. They, had, they were up by seven, like basically the whole second half. Just run away with it. Put one more score on the board and they just let them yeah, right back in. And they're still in first place with a five and six record. Watch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers limp into the playoffs, go eight and nine, and win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, talk about a team you would not want to play in the first round. If, if say you're like the Eagles, you know, literally, you your, dude, your, literally, you know, I you know what I'm saying? Like or Minnesota, you let Tom Brady, like Minnesota let plays Tom Brady, Brady. Let him limp into the playoffs and just—that's not a team you want to play, there, Sean. Man. You do not. You do. Yeah, you don't want to see Tom Brady on the other side of the field in the playoffs. No, they're still in first but, place in that in that division at five and six. That's fucking pathetic, dude. What is yeah. going on in the NFC South? Nothing. Bad football. Bad football. Nothing. And, and that's yeah. what we saw from the Buccaneers in the second half of that game and overtime. Bad. Yeah. Browns Nick get Chubb, a win. Man. They get a yeah. Nick Chubb, terrific. Uh, they get the W. Hand things over to Deshaun Watson this week. We'll see what that team looks like finally when they they put all the pieces together did you hear that a couple well i think like 10 of the victims of deshaun watson are going to be in attendance for the game yeah accusers what does that how mean? do you cheer for deshaun watson with them around you like, yeah, what does that mean why are they there <laughs> that's a tough one what you know i don't what know saying? who's who's doing it but do you remember i think that happened at one of the debates i think there was like 
think it was a Trump and Hillary debate. Bill Burr talks about. Is this it all like the time. To, for them to shit on him? Yeah, I th- I don't know. It's probably to be on TV and and basically to not not to promote themselves to pro but basically put down why is the NFL staging? Hmm. Yeah, to bring guy. awareness to the situation. Like, okay. Yeah. You know this guy. Like, look how bad this again. looks. We yeah, have good, had lawsuits against this guy. Go for it. They should do yeah, that. He's a piece of shit. So, who you know? who knows who's bankrolling that? When you get that many victims, I'm sorry, dude. He's doing he, something. He, he's a piece of shit. You know. Okay. Uh, well, there was we'll two see games him on Sunday. <laughs> two games this week, by the way, where a team went for two, a two point conversion, and won the game off of it. Yeah. At the end of Ballsy regulation. As fuck. Yeah. And guess who the guy was? One of the guys was that's the most aggressive play caller in the national football league no big ball doug peterson what are you doing well big ball doug peterson brandon staley is the most aggressive coach i've ever seen yeah he's ridiculous he will go for it on every fourth down if you let him staley's Uh, chargers were down 10 nothing in this game uh down 17 to 24 uh, a score to eckler and they take a two-point conversion for the win to the tight end dude he is out of his fucking mind to do that yeah you know yeah i didn't like that one because it looked like arizona was sputtering the one that i did i did like when the jags did it because you're the jaguars they're the ravens they have the best kicker of all time hmm. it just felt like if you go to overtime you're fucked he's hitting a field goal regardless yeah that was balls well, that's the it thing took, that... they had to pull out all the strings to get all the way down the field at the end of the fourth quarter so it was like go for it definitely go for it because you don't have a very good chance in overtime but the, the, like Chargers the Chargers would have fascinating. Had a good chance. The Chargers one's fascinating because they were five and five. If you don't get that, you're five and seven instead of six and five. That's a big difference, man. That's a losing record versus a winning record. So <laughs> five and six just, doesn't you know, count for two losses. Five, well, it should. It should. <laughs> uh, but signature win for the Jags. Uh, Lawrence had some incredible throws in crunch time. Uh, yeah, he's coming around. Christian Kirk. He fumbled the ball with two minutes left, and he was so lucky that one of his offensive linemen landed on the ball. It's yep. third and 21 after that, and they get like an 18-yarder to Kirk and then like a six-yarder to, to Zay Jones, um, and they go for two with, with 14 seconds left to put him up 28-27. And the Ravens made a run at it. They went to go kick a 67-yard field goal, which we've seen before, right, mm. with uh, Justin Tucker there. He's getting old, man. He's yes. getting. He, he would have made it from sixty-six. Yep, but not sixty-seven. Inside a dome, sixty-six in a dome, oh, and then sixty-seven man. off grass outdoors. What a great game, though. Yeah, that was a good game. Good finish. Uh, yep. and a, one one other game that was not close ever, uh, featuring two backup quarterbacks. Jets travel or Jets were hosting the Bears. Jets throw trot out Mike White after Zach Wilson gets benched, which we went into excruciating detail last Did you? week for your. Mm-hmm. benefit James the Bears Justin Fields was hurt so he, he ends up not being able to go he looked pretty good in warm-ups I'm kind of surprised he didn't go but uh Trevor Simeon in there Mike White again lights it up his first start last year he lit it up yep. his first start this year he lights it up we'll see mm-hmm. how that continues yep. but they throw up 31 points right there they move to seven and four the Jets yep. do 31 and 10 31 to 10 against the Bears Mike White 22 for 28 315 yards and three touchdowns yeah. Only took one sack, which is huge for that team because all the Wilson pressure that took Zach Wilson's been under. Load last week. You know, Wilson doesn't settle for that check down, that easy read. He he he's trying to stretch the field at all times. And Mike White totally unlocking, unlocking Garrett Wilson. Um, we've seen what Garrett Wilson can do with with Flacco and with Wilson now. Eight targets, five catches for a 95 yarder, two touchdowns, including one where the secondary 
the the second safety it looked like the strong safety like broke his leg or something Jesus. and he just cut the ball back to the other side and he was out i think it was a 54 yard pretty good um, <clears throat> garrett wilson should be rookie of the year if he had any kind of quarterback there <laughs> you know well, well maybe now he will for the rest of the month maybe uh, we'll see how that plays out uh maybe the the most playoff relevant matchup of the of the day Cincinnati traveling to Tennessee in a rematch of the playoffs last year. Cincinnati's been up and down so far this season. Tennessee's been pretty steady as just this kind of solid team that doesn't beat itself. Mm-hmm. And Cincinnati edges them again. Joey Burrow doing his thing without Jamar Chase. Seems like he's going to be back. Joe Mixon misses this game also. Kind of a slow, uh, not really a back and forth shoot up, shoot them out game. But you got to like what, what you see out of Cincinnati, not liking what I'm seeing out of Baltimore for the last couple of weeks. I think they scored like 10 points, 12 points against the, the Panthers like two weeks ago. And now they go and lose to Jacksonville and Cincinnati's figuring it out at the right time. And they're getting their guys back. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. A couple see. long drives to finish the game. Yeah. Yep. Bengals, Joe Burrow, like you said, kind of, kind of taking things, um, doing a lot better than earlier in the season. I, I think Vrabel's a great coach. The Titans just always seem like they can lose. It's like they never see, you know, I'm never nervous or worried about playing. The, that's kind of how they play. Because they're not that good. No, they aren't. You, like, look at their, their some of the players they have. It's like, I don't know, besides Derrick Henry. It's like, yeah. they're really scratching to find a receiver there. They, um, What's his name? He's pretty good. secondary receiver there with, with two, two, two last names. Uh, Westbrook Ikine. Oh, Ikine. He he's making big plays for him. They use Traylon Burks a little bit more in this game, but they're still so one dimensional. You know, it's like I don't know. I feel like that's a it's a beatable team, but it's also a team that could that could beat you in any week if if that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah, without a doubt. You know, yeah, it's a weird I'm, team. I'm curious to see how uh, how Traylon Burks continues to progress. He just got got back from injury. He looks pretty good. He's he the flashes rookie, right? a couple times a game. He's a rookie kid from Arkansas, a really polarizing prospect. He's a guy that I liked in the first round. They got him in the mid first round, maybe a little high, but if you like him, I hate you him. like him. You hate yeah, him. I hated him. I thought he looked um, all right. Yeah, a, I thought he looked okay. He's a big boy. This is his best game, maybe. Um they threw they threw some jump balls to him. He's a big athletic kid, but I just I don't know. The way he was used in college, I didn't think it translated to first round, you know, value. Uh Derek Henry, obviously. I mean it, it's just a big team, right? It is a big team. They're like big old boys, Jeffrey Simmons. Did did you guys see Ted Karras at the end of the game? No. No, what was he doing? He's screaming, um, fuck you, Tennessee, (laughs) on his way out, like, flipping. What does he care? I don't know. (laughs) Like he's got a history with Tennessee? Wow. I don't He (laughs) might from the Pats. I don't don't know. I don't know, but he does not like Tennessee. I was watching the the on field after the game. He was pissed. He fuck you. So. Well, that's going to endear him to the Bengals fans. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. One other game in the late window, Vegas traveling to Seattle in a game that I thought Seattle was going to get their feet back under him. Turns out, not really. Uh, Derek Carr looked comfortable as hell. Seattle's defense has taken a total nosedive over the last month. Yeah, Jacob They basically never wild. came back from Germany. Mm-hmm. And then that one goes all the way to OT. Vegas should have won it in regulation probably on that last possession. Um and then, yeah, they end up cashing in in overtime. Devontae Adams throws a sweet double move. Somebody fell down, I think. It was either that or it was a total blown coverage. He was open by like 20 yards. Mm-hmm. Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Is Josh he McDaniels. rising from the ashes? No, he's 4-7. I'm telling you, that, <laughs> that offense, though. They're 4-7 right now. 576 yards on offense for the Raiders. Now, Josh Jacobs, 
killed it. Totally won that game for him. He was killed unbelievable. It. 33 carries, 229 yards, two touchdowns, Wrote six him. catches, uh, 74 yards. He was huge, and I think he he broke an 86-yarder for the game winner in, in overtime. Oh, I was um, conflating two uh, Vegas overtime wins. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, this is Josh Jacobs broke yeah. it. And yeah. then uh, yeah, it was ridiculous. I, I was thinking watching that game, I was touched. like, oh, I wish he did the the Bo Jackson thing where he runs into the tunnel after scoring a deep one against Seattle on national TV. Josh Jacobs has been arguably the best player in the league this year. He's it, like, awesome. He's been so fucking good every week, and the Raiders just lose games, so he doesn't get the the spotlight he should. But I think he's been good almost every game. Um, this was a great game though. Forty to thirty four. It was like back and forth the whole game. It was yeah. within seven points, I think, almost the whole time. Uh, Geno Smith does a nice job, man. I was impressed. I was he's impressed. Good. Like he's a top he's, ten quarterback this year. He's become like totally like respectable, you know. Yeah. Now they're squandering uh, by the Jets. Yeah, running Geno out of town. Giants too. They both had a chance. Uh, and then Sunday night, Green Bay against Philadelphia, a game that I think Philly ran for like three hundred and fifty yards. It was insane. Jalen Hurts proved. Again, to me, that he's a running back that has a couple quarterback skills, but he's a drop-back pass game is not in the repertoire. Yeah, I noticed that this week. When you said that last week, I noticed, like, when you make him, like, fall behind and be a drop-back passer, it's not in his favor. It's not there. You know? Yeah. It's not there. But he still won, though. I mean, still still won. He played great. I mean, he played fantastic. He's he's probably going to be MVP. It's It's just not his game, right? They, yeah, can he it's be not his MVP? game, but if you force it into him. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he could be MVP. He's going to run he ran, for 1,000 yards. He ran 17 times for 157 yards. Yeah. And Miles Sanders He's going to run for 1,000 yards on the season. He's going to throw how much for they run 35 touchdowns. They run the ball so much. Dude. He's going to be right there. 39 plus 8 is what? 47. They ran the ball 50 times, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> for for over 300 yards. That's And they insane. scored 40 points yeah. running for that many times. 363 yards rushing and three touchdowns. Where's that yeah, in the Patriots offense? Oh. Well, it, we don't yeah. have a quarterback. Like, doesn't even matter. No, we do not. We don't. But uh, we do not. the Packers might. After Aaron Rodgers gets knocked out of the game, Jordan Love comes in. Look, looks pretty bad. fine and dandy for one or two drives. So we'll... we'll I wonder. I wonder if he's going to play. This you think week. he looked good? I mean, I, I guess I missed the first drive. Yeah, he looks good. I saw him at the, the first end of, drive is when he looked good. The end, I didn't see him. I, I saw after that, and he looked terrible. He, I was like, how is Roger? I didn't realize Rogers was out because that was the first time I turned the game on, and I oh, was yeah. like, he was missing throws by like fifteen. <laughs> like there were some throws where I, have, I was like, I don't even know who the hell was that to, and it's like, like it reminded me of like Josh Allen's first six games where he was just sailing the ball but hey josh allen came around so i have noticed that sean though i think you brought up a really good point and when it's when it's clear like you have to pass the eagles that's their downfall that's jalen hurts's downfall yeah it's the lamar jackson thing that's when he burst onto the scene he burst on big and it was mvp the whole thing number one seed and then when you get in the wrong game like he did against the titans in, in those playoffs and has happened in really every big game since then yeah. For that Ravens team, the Eagles it doesn't go well. The Eagles are especially beatable if you get up on them early. That's what that, you need to that's do. the way I would. You need to play ahead. You need to play from ahead against the Eagles for sure. Yeah, 
No doubt. And that's something that the Patriots will need to do on Thursday night against the Bills if they're going to have any slim chance of winning this game. I don't, I really don't see it. Short of like catastrophic weather or health or, I don't know, we pay off some refs. I just don't know how the Patriots are, can defend this team. After what we saw last week, and then you add in Josh Allen's mobility to right. that same type of passing game. Yeah. Yikes. I just, I can't see it. We haven't beat, I don't know if we've beat any mobile quarterback all season. And Josh Allen, every time you watch him, you're like, I don't know. I still, it doesn't fit in my head that he can run the way he can at his size. And continue to do it. He runs hard. It's just, he he's really hard to bring down. He's like a Derrick Henry type. Not exactly the same, but you know, like he's just a threat against guys that are out of position to tackle him. And he's so big. Like it's not easy. Um, it's a weird thing. It's a weird because they don't run the ball with anyone else. Although last week I think was the most they've tried with Devin Singletary. I think it was like 17 carries for him. Um, but the, the bill's defense to me is not as intimidating as it was. I agree. The offense is where you can really, you know, our defense, I think I wouldn't say it's out of the realm of possibility for us to beat them. Honestly, I think now, now is the time to play them. If, if you're going to beat them. I agree. I completely agree. I think if you're going to face them at all, Right now seems the best. They're they're hurting. I think something's going on with Josh Allen. I don't understand. I, I agree with you, Granny. I don't know how he write, how he runs like that, especially the way he continues to run like that. He takes some shots, and it's not like he's sliding. Like he is generally going right into contact, which is crazy to me. But he looks like he's a little beat up. Their offensive line's a little beat up. Their defense is, you know, I think their secondary is beat up a little bit. You know, they've got some. And they've they've been on the road, so they've had the same schedule as us, where it was Sunday, Thursday, and this Thursday. They're on the road for all three of these games. And, well, they weren't Mm -hmm. supposed to be on the road for the first one, but the blizzard forced them to play in Detroit. So they haven't been home Mm -hmm. in a while. And there's reports going around that they're sick mid-season. You know, we we just had a bye a couple weeks back, but, you know, um, the weather looks like it'll be fine. I think we have a chance. I, I, I... We've had historically bad um, game plans defensively against rushing quarterbacks. I mean, that's been something that Steve Belichick, Mayo, whoever's calling the shots over there, haven't been able to figure out with Bill, which is a problem, but they're a little beat up. So I think, can we keep the pace? You know, I mean, the Jets kept them to 17 and beat them. Um, You know, that's what was that game plan? Miami kept them the night, you know, 19 points. What was that game plan? Look at that. See what's going on. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it, make a good point with, with this, this time of year when the, these last two games that Josh Allen has been showing effects from that elbow yeah. in terms of his accuracy and his turnovers. Exactly. One thing yeah. about this, this team that is really going under the radar, they are third in the NFL in total turnovers, like giveaways. Yeah. They've been slow. And the ball, they are yeah. number one in the NFL in turnovers per possession. So one in every six possessions they have is winding up in a turnover. Wow. Now they take the ball away as, as good as anybody. I third, think they're, third, they're top yeah. three yeah. in takeaways, but they're giving it away just as bad. It's a really good team. It's a really good team. I mean, any way you slice it, it's a really good team. Even though they turn the ball over, um, I mean, to take to take the ball over at the third third best percentage rate in the league is really good. Mm-hmm. The one area where they clearly are not very good right now, especially with Tredavious White and Kyrie Elam out, is their secondary has not been very good the last few weeks. We've seen teams pass on them. If you're going to pass, you know, 
and we're not that's not really our strong suit but we had a good game last week passing so maybe this is this is the time where we can get that right rushing um what is it seventh best rushing in the league that's not that great either you know so i think yeah. that passing the ball is our best option um and you just have to try to hope to contain uh josh allen because yeah. i mean th- th- he's the one that's going to beat you it's not going to be singletary you know yeah right you can't you can't hope to what is it you can't hope to hold him down just hope to contain him yeah I just mean, hope to contain him man and, and we haven't yeah. really had a good plan for that so no. far um i don't know what you do i would i would qb spy him but i mean i don't i don't really make those calls you know so yeah. like it's got to be somebody it's got to be like kyle duggar Kyle Duggar would be perfect to spy him. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. such a good open field tackler. Like, yeah, you need I, to be I would big enough, that. fast enough, good instincts, good discipline. For me, Kyle Duggar is one of the better open field tacklers in the NFL. I don't know who's better than him, but he's up there. Yeah, he's up I mean, there. His coverage needs to get a little better, but absolutely. I mean, I think it's can you keep pace with them, and can your defense make a couple of plays in the the end when things get serious or not? Yeah, it's kind of you know basically. Um, what we haven't been able to do against all the other good teams we face this year. It's like, can we win it when we need it? And I, I think if we get Buffalo into that situation, that's pretty good, but we don't know what, you know, what's going to happen there. We haven't proved, we don't have a good recent track record of winning tight games. And this screams tight, close, competitive game. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it's, it's One thing New England. Yeah, it's New that England. They haven't been, they haven't been home in almost four weeks. So that helps. I one thing that that's yeah. that's going to work in the past direction, I think, on this one is that for so many years and decades, really, it, the Patriots were like the, the big bad big brother in the AFC East to the Bills. And then mm-hmm. last year we had that win in the wind game. And then the Bills beat the crap out of the Patriots two straight times, including once in the playoffs. And then it was like, OK, the monkey's off our back. We got over that hill. Mm. And now this this year, it's like it's not a big deal for them. To play the Patriots anymore where last year if they hadn't like got over that hump this would still be a big deal like they would be circling this date on their calendar I think Whereas they now still it's like, want to beat oh, us whatever I, I think they want to but I don't think it's do I think they would rather beat the Dolphins than us where last year even if the Dolphins had a better record I think they would rather beat the Patriots okay I see what because you're of that history sure yeah so now yeah. it's like it doesn't matter they they like get that taste out of their mouth of, of losing the Patriots so much and uh so now I feel like we're just treated like any other game Hopefully, Which I yeah. think works in our favor. Although I'm going to take the Bills 31 to 20 in this game. Wow, 31 to 31 20, 20, huh, Granny? I don't think we can defend quarterbacks like this. Not that many people can, but I think I don't think you really specifically. need to defense that. I think you're in in the right for for picking that scoreline. But I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling froggy, man. Let's go. Yes, you know yes. I'm, I'm going uh, Pat's 27 20. I love it. You know I'm feeling fucking good. Let's go. Pats are gonna <laughs> Pats are gonna shut them down a little bit and uh, take advantage of that secondary. Let's go. Yeah, I'm feeling froggy too. Um, I think. I mean, I can never pick against the Pats, so there's my bias. But I'm gonna go. We're gonna score some damn points and win the game. That way. JJ, have you ever picked against the Pats? I don't think so. On this show, no. I don't think so. I don't think he has. Never. What? Not once. What? That's. Has, uh, have that's... you also ever said you're feeling froggy before no, this? Probably not. <laughs> uh, I'm going. <laughs> 33-27, Pats. We're going to win. 33-27. Dang. Points, 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 points. This is going to be one of the best. If, if this plays out the way you guys are talking about, this is going to be the best Thursday night game of the season by a mile. I mean, this is the best, arguably the best Dude, matchup. last Thursday night game was, was pretty good. 
Was, you know? Well, that was Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, I guess. Thanksgiving, I feel like it's it's in a different that's category. That's not fair. Yeah, yeah, that's not Thursday. Well, no, the week before wasn't. Well, let's just keep going back. Never mind. Let's move on from that. Okay, uh, on Sunday, the the New York football Jets, led helmed by Mike White, presumably, again, going to Minnesota. Vikings coming off a long rest, 10-day rest after that Thanksgiving night game. They get New York, who's feeling so good about themselves. Froggy. Frog, they're themselves. feeling as froggy as it gets. They're they're borderline toady, and uh, <laughs> nice. they're going to take on the Vikings. Uh, I would love to see the Vikings kick the crap out of them, but honestly, I don't know if they have that in them. The Jets would be win this fucking right. It's a pretty it's a good, good matchup for the Jets, yeah. dude. It's a good matchup for the Jets, and I love the Sauce Gardner Jefferson matchup. Like that's almost much must watch TV, even that though exciting. the Jets are never really must watch TV. Yeah. Um, over under two shoving matches uh, between over. those guys. Over well, what? What's over. Jefferson? Over. Is Jefferson uh, like that? Not he's, really. I wouldn't I say he's combative him. like that, but he is. He's fiery. Um, super, super, super competitive. Yeah, he's a he's not, not a combative. Player. He said, "This is a great. This is the best test for Sauce Gardner. I think if I were Sauce, I'd be like, yo." Let me follow this fucking guy around. You know, that's the kind of confidence I think Sauce has. Um, I mean, his name's fucking Sauce, right? So, like, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sauce. Yeah, it'll be. I don't know. I like the, I like the Jets on this. I think their defense is good enough to contain Dalvin. Um, I think it, Hawkinson could have a, have a big game if anyone does. Um, and then the Jets on the other side of the ball. That's the, that's the thing, right? If the Jets on the other side of the ball, can they move? Can they move it? against the the Vikings defense you would think so right yeah 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 it'll be that'll be a fun matchup we'll have we'll definitely have our eyes closely on that given the the Patriots and the Jets fighting enough for playoff seeding a couple other there's actually a remarkably good set of games this weekend one of them that's really I don't know how the NFL scheduling gods do this all the time but Deshaun Watson's coming back and his first game is against the Texans how do they do That's, that? I don't they, they compromised on the length of his suspension to the point to get it, so he's playing against the Texans in his first game back. What are the Texans? One and nine. They're horrendous, is what they are. They are horrendous. Yeah, they're they and they don't bad. They're really. Do they, bad. I don't think they even have their first round pick. Do they? You guys are gonna watch that, are you? No, are you no, no, not it? a chance. I just wanted to. Point I want to watch it just to see. I do want to see like the his reception. To yes, yes, that's what I want to see. Other than that, I don't really give like. Yeah. What are the Browns? Four and seven? It's four and it's seven, yeah. Yeah, it's a game like no one would ever watch if Deshaun Watson wasn't coming back. Yeah. Um another I mean, game. I think the Browns. You'd think so. Another game's the the Washington Commanders going to New York to play the G Men. Giants on a bit of a slide right now. Uh they definitely got outplayed pretty good on Thanksgiving. By the way, but... your pick of the week last week. Your pick of the week last week, I believe, yeah. was Washington and Atlanta. Yeah, for a good game. <laughs> Good game too. Yeah, it's a good game. <laughs> you never know because and either of those quarterbacks could make highlight real plays or throw the most incomprehensible interception of your life. And the same I would thing love to comment on it, game. but I told you you weren't going to watch it, and I said yeah. I'm not going to watch it. So if You're you right. know anything about it, go ahead. But no, no you know no, I just no. I didn't watch it. Uh, but the Commanders are are yeah playing the G Men again for seeding that NFC East classic rivalry matchup right there. Uh, what what else was on the list? Oh, Titans Miami. Eagles. Titans Eagles. Yes, Titans Eagles. A good one. Um, it's a big exactly game. the type of game that the Eagles could lose. Definitely, yeah, they're in Philly too at a one o'clock game. 
that's a, it's like a great game. You know, it's it's the kind of game that Titans could win. You know, Titans could win that. Shock the world. Titans could win that. Shock the world. Make them play from behind. I love yeah, that. That's a big one. The uh, Miami. AFC East leading That's Miami a Dolphins traveling to big game traveling to San Francisco. That's Niners are one of the hottest game. teams in the NFL right now. Yeah, their defense is coming alive uh, over there on the Niners, big time. That's a tough spot for uh, what the, or the Dolphin um, tough spot for the Dolphins for sure. I hope the Niners win it. I really do. Minor, uh, Niners are minus four right now, favored. So a little bit of a, a homecoming for. Uh, Dolphins coach there, huh? Oh his, yeah, Mike his, his protege there, McDaniel, yeah. coming back to yeah. the scene. Eight and three versus seven and four. Forty Niners just pitched a shutout last week against one, and they're playing one of the better offenses in the league. Dolphins offense is incredible this year with those two receivers. I love the mic'd up with um, what's his name, McDaniel's? What's his name, McCarthy? McDaniel, 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 McDaniel. Yeah. Um, I love it. He's just like, hey, can we get Tyreek back out there? Can we get Jalen back out there for these plays? His his um, mic'd up is pretty fun to listen to. He's so but relaxed. He's so relaxed. He's just chilling the whole game. Um, they're in San Francisco. San Francisco's defense is really tough. And they have some pieces on offense, some huge pieces on offense. I like San Francisco in this game. Eight and, eight and four. Both teams moved to eight and four. I love that. Yep. Yeah, pretty good. Also, at the same time, this is going to be a crowded time to watch football Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Kansas City playing Cincinnati in Cincinnati uh, playoff rematch, AFC Championship game rematch from last season, a game that Mahomes disappeared from in the second half. He's now front runner for the MVP this season. He's got a lot to play for in this game. Cincinnati seems to be putting things together. Jamar Chase has already said he's going to play for this game. Huge. I mean, it's going to be a great game. What yeah, a matchup. It's a fun one. It's a fun game. Yep. Bengals are playing for a lot right now. The division is in their grasp. Um, yeah, I think they're gonna. It's gonna be a hard fought one. Yeah, four twenty-five or four o'clock. Even the next one too. Chargers Raiders. I know it's not a big one. I could see the Raiders taking that. Chargers just fucking Those, everything up. They yeah, only the play Raiders, tight games. The Raiders are still fighting for sure. Even though their record sucks, they seem to be still competing at a pretty high level. Even though their their secondary is atrocious, it's like Deron Harmon and a bunch of scumbags. Not scum, not scum, <laughs> not scumbag, but, no, but like you know, they're, they're not good. Um, yeah, man, Chargers, Chargers looking pretty good though. Uh, I don't know if they six get six and five. They, get, they got a negative point five. differential on the season. Yeah, yeah. I don't know though. Mike Williams is he going to be back? Is there any update on him? I mean, he's he's kind of a game changer to be in there. Um, Why doesn't he wear a brace on everything? Like I don't know. I don't know. He's just hurt constantly. Such a, it's it's weird. The Chargers seem to have figured some. Chargers seem to have fi- found some like third and fourth string receivers that they're getting the ball to that are decent. Yeah, between Palmer and DeAndre Carter, mm-hmm. they seem to be kind of like finding some ways to to, to move. The, and Eckler gets so many targets. I think he had like oh, fifteen yeah. targets last game. Um, so yeah, Eckler carries carries <laughs> the load in a big way for that team. Yeah, and even with Rashawn Slater and and Mike Williams out, they just move the ball, man. So. The Raiders' defense is terrible. Uh, so bad. So bad. Yeah, That's, which might make this game fun. Yeah. yeah, Might make it a fun time to watch. Yeah, it's going to be a good week. going to be a good week. And, and part of the fun is that the, the Patriots game, Thursday night, Sunday, you just get to watch whatever you want. Red zones, click around, do all the things. Uh, so a lot to look forward to here. In week 13, as this season continues to play out, 
I, I, By the I way, looked up and it was December. My goodness. I just want to touch on yeah. this. All right. We, we said, we mentioned Kansas City, LA last week. Kansas City, LA Rams. And Kelsey was matched up against Jalen Ramsey in one on one coverage and destroyed him. Destroyed him. Make yeah. him. Made him look like a fool when he caught the ball. And then he made him look like a fool the second time when he cut the ball all the way across the field and ran for a touchdown. Like, Jalen Ramsey, to me, is the most overrated corner in NFL history. He's like... It's a big one. I don't know what PFF is seeing. He's fucking terrible. To, to let Travis Kelsey outrun you to make a catch and then let him outrun you to go all the way back across the field to score a touchdown. Not good. That guy's terrible. <laughs> I feel like he just got paid and he was like, I suck now. I, I don't even care anymore. He's, it's, there's a lot of attitude. A lot of attitude that... For some reason, gets a lot of respect. Literally, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why he's terrible. Well, good. You got that off your chest, James. You got. I got it anybody you want to throw under the bus? Anyone I want to throw under the bus? I'd have to think about that for a sec. But before, I'm just before saying, I let's go each to that, take a turn. You, you got you, Tampa Bay Monday night. Did you talk about that yet? Did we say that? We did. We did not. Do you really? Tampa Bay it's a playing New Orleans. Big one for them. I mean, that whole when you think about Is it, it, yeah, they got crushed by New Orleans why? every time they play them. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No one else is good enough in that division. They're going to make the playoffs regardless. I don't know, man. Could get sticky down there. That's hilarious <laughs> that they're the worst division. You want to know who I'm going to throw under the bus? That fucking division. They have yeah, so much talent. The whole division. So much money spent. They're supposed to be good. New Orleans just keeps fucking over their quarterback situation. Uh, Carolina is a complete dumpster fire with Matt Rule being fired halfway through this season. Selling everybody off, and God only knows what's happening in Atlanta. <laughs> that is who I will shit on. What a joke that division okay. has been. There you go. You like that? NFC yeah. South. Learn to swim. Yep. There you go. I think we touched on all the games that are worth mentioning, right? Uh, Definitely. The only one we didn't was Jaguars and Lions, which has not some real, intrigue. Real. <laughs> Colts, Cowboys. You guys want to talk about that? Colts, Cowboys? Not no. At all. The old Super Bowl five rematch. Jeff Saturday yeah, is going to run out of steam here real quick if he already has Oh, one. yeah. It's already happening. It's already happening. They're like, why didn't you use a timeout? He's like, I did what I thought was right for the team. And then, like, two days later, he's like, wow, did I screw up? I really should have called that timeout. Really? Steelers oh, Falcons. I didn't see that. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't that emphatic. But why he Broncos Ravens? Like, Broncos Ravens should have been good. Broncos are fucking who think, who Cheapest ticket on the market right now is the Indianapolis-Dallas at a good old $24 a ticket. In Dallas. Wow. How is that even possible? Oof. I don't know. Who's to say? It's absolutely incredible. A ticket for $24. Nobody wants to see. That's the game, Ry. It's not a bad bargain. If I'm a cowboy, if I was a fan of either of them, I fucking can't stand either of them. So, no thanks. I'll save my 24. Actually, they're not seats. They're standing room only. One week of red zone. Standing room only. What a fucking joke. Yeah, I know that life. That's how I live from stadium to stadium. Really? Standing. Sometimes. Stood at Green Bay. It was great. You bet. Wow. And on that note, we, <laughs> we can leave it to you, folks. I don't, I don't know if you like to watch the Pats sitting or standing, but either way you do, enjoy the game on Thursday night. And, uh, it's a big one. Go Pats. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you guys are right. I hope it's, it's a, a big very one. entertaining game. Go Pats. And, uh, go Pats. I, All right. I picked the win, so let's go Pats. Let's go. Lucky week 13. Thank you all Lucky for listening. And we will we'll talk to you next week. Go. All right, guys. See ya. Go, Pats. Go, Pats. Go. They're not the Packers.